0: Hello, welcome to You I'm My Borough with myself, Dom Shaw, and Scott Wilson on Carabao Cup semi-final first leg day. Chelsea are at the Riverside tonight. It's what it's all about, games like this, days like this, nights like this, and it's Scott?
1: It certainly is. Yeah, it certainly is. It, um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think I think in other circumstances, Borough fans would have come away from the game on Saturday night thinking, God, that was a bit of an opportunity missed there. We had a right good go against a Premier League team we've got done by the streakiest of goals right at the end but I, but because this game was just around the corner I, I don't think there was any of that I think the mood was right okay that's a nice little aperitif let's uh let's get ready for the real thing on Tuesday night and yeah I mean it's um you know listen we've been speaking haven't we all the way through when they've been slogging around Huddersfield, Bradford, <laughs> Bolton, Exeter, goodness knows where that you know who knows where this could end up well we're here now in a massive two-legged semi-final and it's going to be a hell of a night. It's going to be great, but um, just hope that Borough can can, uh, can, uh, can probably lay a, a bit more of a glove on Chelsea than they managed to against Villa. Because if there was one criticism at the weekend, it was probably that, that for all they were really competitive, they didn't really look like hurting Villa massively, other than probably right at the end. Um, and at some stage over these two legs, they're going to have to find a way of hurting Chelsea. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be tonight. But you would think, you know, in front of a, a fully um, wound-up Riverside, it's going to be their best chance, isn't it?
0: I don't want to obviously look back at the Villa game. We'll look to tonight, but that that other than winning clearly, that the the manner of the defeat felt like the best possible scenario, and I include a draw in that because a replay yeah. no one wanted really from 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 Borough's perspective. I, I think I think if you're not going to win, to lose in that manner. Uh, you know, in the last minute, and it didn't really. Yeah, clearly, it felt like a sucker punch. But because of the manner and the goal and the way Borough played and what was following on the Tuesday afterwards, the kind of emotion, the overriding emotion and feeling afterwards was like, "Wow, we gave that a right good go at That sets us up nicely now, rather than rather than the feeling of of misfortune, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely bang on with the replay. I mean, you know, Michael Carrick can never come out and say that clearly, but. I- it would not surprise me if he's sitting there on the bench with 10 minutes left thinking christ almighty we've got another game coming here we're, we're going to go to villa park let's be brutally honest villa are, uh, but are unlikely to win a replay at villa park if if and emery decides to take it seriously so it's just another game shoe in between the two semi-finals more load on the players more risk of injury etc cetera, etc cetera. so so yeah what you know while it's while it is a disappointment to go out to the fa cup um the fact that these games, as you rightly say, were just around the corner, I think, tempered any of the disappointment from it. And Borough played well. You know, that they, they can take a lot of confidence from that game because for long, long periods of that game, they were more than a match for the team that's second in the Premier League. And, and at the moment, is a better team than the one they're going to be facing uh, this evening and, and, and in two weeks' time down Standard Bridge. So I think there was a lot of reasons for positive, you know, a lot of optimism to come out of that game. And um, it's just a question of now, can they raise it that little bit more, particularly when they're attacking?
0: Tonight, then, uh, if you're going first things first and, and you haven't seen yet, uh, Red Faction and Twelfth Man both have things planned at the Riverside tonight. Yeah. So. So if you're a a supporter, obviously, and you're there tonight, uh, Red Faction put something out last night saying that we urge everybody in the South Stand to be in their seats at 7.45pm. Please hold up the material as the teams emerge from the tunnel that will be on your seats and keep aloft until kickoff. Once used, please pass all materials down to MFC staff to be disposed of. We'd also like to actively encourage every Borough fan inside the stadium to bring a scarf and bring the noise, which brings us on to 12th man, who've, yeah. who've been urging all fans to take a, a Borough scarf tonight. And they tweeted last night, please be in your seat for 7.45. As the players come out the tunnel, raise your scarf above your head. You can still join in the pig bag if you wish, but the sight of a sea and red and white scarves around the stadium and the display in the south stand can only help the players. Um, yeah, with, with those two in mind, it promises to be quite the atmosphere, doesn't it?
1: Feels like a big night, doesn't it? Yeah, it does it. It, um, it feels like it. And, and, and it feels like an opportunity, doesn't it? Because yes, Chelsea are Chelsea, but they're not they're not quite yet the Chelsea that, that they were when they were sweeping all before them in the Abramovich et era, etc. You know, they have definitely improved under Pochettino. They've had a good month, month and a half, but you know, they're not they're certainly not unbeatable, I don't think. And that's why this is such a tantalizing game because it's a big game, but are the underdogs? There's no doubt about that. But but it feels like they've got a chance. It really does. Um, and and it feels like if they can get any kind of a result tonight, then there's going to be a, so much pressure under Chelsea on Chelsea and Pochettino in a fortnight's time that that it does. You know, you do think anything could happen down there. The, the key thing clearly tonight is not to be out of the tie. Being in it, it's the old first round of the Open Golf Championship. Borough can't win the game tonight, but they <laughs> can't lose it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's the key, I think, that whatever happens, they've got to be in it when they go to Stamford Bridge. Because, like I say, all of a sudden then, all the pressure is on Chelsea to get the job done.
0: Chelsea beat Preston 4-0 in the FA Cup on Saturday. And at a glance there, you think like, oh, Christ. Um, although it should be pointed out here that Preston one of the worst teams we've, we've seen at the Riverside yeah. this season, despite despite the fact that they've been well-placed much of the season. But at halftime at the Riverside on Saturday, I was just having a flick through Twitter and I'd seen a national reporter who was there, I can't remember who, slaughtering Chelsea, saying how bad they'd been. Obviously, all the goals came in the second half. Then Pochettino, I was reading yesterday, basically warned his players, if you perform like you did in the first half at Preston, you you won't get away with it again. And then it goes back to what we've talked about previously. I was at the Newcastle Chelsea league game earlier this season. You were at the Chelsea Newcastle Cup game. But in that league yeah. game, in that league game, Chelsea were decent in the first half, but went under so quickly when things were up against them in the second half. I've used this term again and again and again. I just think they've got a soft sender. Yeah. If Burr get at them and, and, and make it really difficult for them, I think they've got a soft sender.
1: Well, yes. And and, and for all that the, they obviously got the job done against Newcastle, Th- that was a strange game in that Newcastle were probably at the very, very worst of their kind of injury crisis. And, and they basically went there and just fairly un-Newcastle under half went backs to the wall. And Chelsea had all the possession, all the ball, but really looked clueless for long, long periods of that game. I thought they looked like a team of individuals. Which was apparently the case in
0: the first time against Preston. Right,
1: okay. And that kind of harks back to to what you were saying about Newcastle that, you know, I still don't think there's a real team there. I I don't think pochettino has got anywhere near kind of the stages of where he wants to get to with that team and that squad. They obviously brought in a whole host of signings in the Todd Bowley era. Some some are starting to bed in, some are nowhere near. They just feel like a team of individuals. So, So that's partly why I keep coming back to if if Borough can go down the Stamford Bridge with any any kind of a chink, then I think Chelsea could crumble under what will be massive pressure on them. So, so yeah, you know, clearly the dream tonight is that Borough win the win the game over ninety minutes and have a lead to hold on to down there. I even think if they can get a draw. Yeah, I do. They're well positioned then because I think then, like I say, all the pressure is on Chelsea. And if and if Borough can dig in down there and be a threat on the counter-attack, which this Borough side has shown in previous matches, it can be, then, then that's almost a template for the way they've got to try and do it, I think. But but listen, let's say, you know, they like I say they've got to stay in it tonight. Maybe Chelsea will come and and you know, the gulf between where they're at in the Premier League and where Borough are at in the championship will actually be wider than we're thinking it's gonna be, but um, but as we sit here at the moment, I think I do think Burr have a right chance.
0: A bit of news, if you haven't seen, Seni Yang is heading back from the African Cup of Nations. Um, it was alluded to; reports came out of Africa on what day is it? Tuesday, Monday morning. Michael Carrick in his press conference on Monday afternoon, which we'll get to just now. At that stage, said, "Can you know? I can't say either way." It basically, just suggested that he was in conversation with. With Senny, and then it came out overnight. I think they played a, a friendly last night, and Alou say their manager confirmed it last night. He, he's coming back because he's injured, so he's clearly not going to be in contention. But um, I mean, that's a signal for him clearly from a personal yeah. point of view. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, he comes back and 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 is back in amongst it soon enough. Although it should be said here that I think Tom Glover has been excellent in Dieng's absence. Really, really um, the he gets, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, really, really. Staking a claim, which leads us on to what I want to talk about. The other player who's done that is Dan Barlassa in the mm. field without Hackney. Now, Hackney's back. Um, what, what does Carrick do tonight? I'll run through what I think are the two options, but well, three options. Go one, on, he drop, one, he drops one of them. Um, yeah. secondly, he sticks with the system he played against Villa on Saturday, uh, which is a back three, which would probably be Vandenberg, Fry, and Clark, wing backs Jones. and probably Bangura or Correct. Engel. And then, with, with so many attacking midfielders out tonight, um, obviously Greenwood, Rodgers and Azaz all can't play. We'll get to that Rodgers thing in a minute. But then with all with all of those unavailable, I just wonder whether he's tempted to play a midfield three rather than a two and then crooks off Latte, Lath and Coburn, or even, and I think this is unlikely, Coburn and Latte, Lath. The, the other one that you discussed beforehand is a midfield two of Barlasser and House and, and then Hackney on the left of the attacking three, which he has done in the past, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, that's that's the team that's running down the bottom. If you put a gun to my head, that would be the one I think he would go for. Because yeah, I, I, think I, think would,
0: that, I think so as well. I, I,
1: but having said that, though, clearly the fact that he went with the three at the weekend almost as a dry run is interesting. And, 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 and the defence fared well, didn't they? It wasn't like Villa were tearing them apart and creating a whole load of chances. So... I don't think it's out the question that he plays five at the back and the three in midfield and 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 um, and then, like you say, kind of dispenses with any notion of attacking wide players, uses the wing backs and then has Crooks playing off Lath. lath. But I, I I think I I would think he's more likely to stick with the four, the tried and tested, House and are alongside each other. Hackney coming off the left with the option of interchanging a bit with Crooks if if he wants to. You can't play Hackney as the 10 and push Crooks out for a little bit if needs be. I mean, there's certainly one square peg in a round hole there. Um, but it's not it's not too much of a leap of faith to ask Hackney to play that role, is it? Let's be honest. You know, it's it's not um it's not a radical switch for him.
0: I can't remember the game, but he did do it last season, didn't he? Um, yeah, pretty
1: certain he certainly did, yeah.
0: He did, but I can't remember the game. I should have checked it before we came here. Um, going forward, because Lewis O'Brien isn't too far away now. Going forward, that that midfield, you know, because O'Brien, you would think, I know he played left back before he was injured, but that was when Engel and Banguru were both very much finding the feet. He's not going to be needed there now. Like, Picking two from them four when everyone's fit, well, it almost feels like one from three really because surely Hack- Hackney plays when he's fit. Yeah,
1: you? yeah, you you would have. I mean, lo- longer term when everyone's back, to what extent is can Hackney be a ten? Yeah. Or is that too much? Asking him to do too much different at the minute. What you lose with Hackney at a ten is that ability to to just drive the ball up the pitch, mm. which he's absolutely great at, and and that's what he gives you when he's playing, you know, in in a classic, if you like, central midfield role. That that he will he will drive the ball up the pitch and he will get Bora kind of twenty yards forward. And then obviously we know he's he can pick a pass. He's great technically. He holds onto the ball really well. So. Or oh, everything that you really want from a central midfielder is there with him. Him as a ten does allow you, I suppose, to keep Housen and Balassa together, or bring O'Brien if you want, and 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 have him more creative. But I don't know. Maybe you're losing too much of his kind of energy and just drive in that in that position.
0: And and the, and Borough so well stocked now in the attack. Well, that's the other players. argument,
1: isn't it? They've also yeah. now got tens. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um on on the subject of tens, Morgan Rogers misses out tonight. What what are your thoughts on this? So he, he yeah. saying, having. So you you, up, were at,
1: you were at the presser yesterday, weren't you? Just yeah. talking through kind of well, Michael Carrick's.
0: So he's missed out. If you're not aware, he's he misses out tonight. He's suspended, having picked up two yellow cards in five games. And the rules are that if you pick up two yellow cards before the end of the quarterfinal games, you then serve a one match suspension. Clearly in the. In the next game, which is a semi-final first leg, if you pick your, your second yellow up in the quarters. Um that that feels harsh to me. Carrick agreed, especially when it gets to this stage. I think where it particularly kind of sticks in the throat. If you're a if you're a if you if you're connected to Burroughs, Liverpool, who are still in this competition, came into the competition two rounds later. So they, they have two fewer games to play, and yet the same rules apply. Um Three three in five games I'd get, you know, three in five game, but I don't know, two just feels harsh to me. And the other thing is is yellow card at Port Vale, um and like I know this is proper football fan talking and a referee would laugh at this argument. It was it was a yellow card offense, but it was in like seven or eight minutes. For me, it's the classic case of like have a word, settle yeah. things down and have a word. It's not very often you see a yellow flashed as early as that, is it?
1: I think you make a very good point about the fact that, that there is a clear discrepancy between teams playing different numbers of matches within that win that yellow card window. Now, interestingly, obviously there can be no VAR in the borough game tonight, can there? Because the, so there the, isn't. The to there the is championship. There. So, so the EFL made the decision, right? Well, we'll have no we'll have no VAR at all in the semi-finals in either semi-finals game. So, even though Fulham Liverpool. You could have VAR both games. They decided now. Unlike the FA Cup, obviously, where you've got the situation where some do and some don't. They decided no. We want we want a level playing field in our competition. Well, it's not a level playing field, as you quietly pointed out, when it comes to suspensions being accrued from yellow cards in the early rounds, because you've got some teams starting in the first round, some teams not coming into the third round. So, um, I think it's something that does that should be looked at because I think you're right. It, you know. Picking up two cards in five games, which is what Rodgers is getting punished for, would be very, very different to a Liverpool player picking up two yellow cards in three games when really you wouldn't have an argument and and a suspension would feel probably justified in that. So I think it's something that does need looking at because it feels unfair on Borough that just by dint really of playing more matches, they're, they're statistically going to be more likely to have a player who picks up two yellow cards.
0: And and I don't know whether you'd seen. Sorry,
1: and just on the back of it as well, you talk that the teams who do play in the earlier rounds are probably going to be more, be less likely to be able to cover for suspensions than a Liverpool or a Man City or whatever. We as we know have squad lists the length of Blumen goodness knows what. So you know you're punishing the teams who can least kind of a, are least able to cover those gaps.
0: And 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 to add to kind of rub salt in the wounds, I don't know whether you'd seen, I've just looked, it's been deleted. The official Carabao Cup account yesterday tweeted because Morgan Rodgers is obviously the top scorer in the competition. Words to the effect of <laughs> will will the top scorer add to his add to his talent yeah. tomorrow night? And Borough tweeted, Borough quote tweeted with something like, "Does this mean his suspension has been rescinded?" It's been deleted then, which you can well, which you can well understand. But yeah, I'm sure you're, you're, you know, you know, because there has been a fair bit of confusion about this over the last week. But, but as I'm sure you're you're aware by now, Morgan Rogers misses out tonight, um, which is desperately unfortunate for him because he's been he's been so impressive of late. What do we recommend? Predictions? Let's round it up. Um, I. I I do. I think Borough will keep themselves in
1: it. Um, I, I think it might be a draw tonight. Which, one more, I think. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see a one-one. Um, and like I say, the narrative at the end of that nationally will be, well, that's Chelsea through. You know, that Chelsea have done enough. They've avoided a banana skin up at the Riverside. They'll beat them at, the, at Stamford Bridge. I wouldn't be so sure. I, I, I would have a drawdown as a perfectly reasonable result for Borough tonight. And I think that gives them a puncher's chance down at Chelsea, I really do, because, like I say, I think I think that will put an awful lot of... Pr- now, clearly, you know, what you don't then want to do is, if that is the score, is go down to Stamford Bridge and concede in the first five or six minutes, then you're up against it, everything changes, etc. But, um, but no, I, 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 I think, Borough, um, I can see a
0: draw. You? Yeah, I agree. Um, ev- everyone I've spoken to since the draw has been made has said what we've been saying on here be in, be in it. Go go to the second leg, still in it. Um, yeah. Which, as you said before, the draw was made. If, if you're going to get a Chelsea or a Liverpool, more so Chelsea, clearly Liverpool would have been a massive massive ask over two legs. But more so Chelsea, better to be at home first because because you, you give yourself the chance, or more of a chance, to be in it in the second leg. And yeah. and I agree with you that if Borough if draw tonight, clearly Chelsea would be favourites in the second leg. But but the pressure is is very very much on them and and i think Borough go there with really kind of ev- nothing to lose and 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 everything to gain and with the game probably set up to play into their hands so mm. yeah i think that'll be a good like obviously for everyone connected what, what you don't want tonight is just a deflating 2-0 um yeah. where it feels yeah, like it you are like have
1: on your mental mountain to climb yeah again. yeah it's- Going to but I don't think it
0: will be. I think I think like the, the atmosphere, what we talked about, the fact that Borough have built and built up to this, the fact that Borough are playing relatively well, I know inconsistently, but, but well, and Chelsea, I know they've won the last three, but have kind of stuttered through the first half of the season. yeah, I, I do just have a feeling Borough will get something tonight. Do we
1: take it. do we take anything at all from the fact that we're hurtling towards the 20th anniversary of, you know what, next month. And and is that just really, really clutching at straws, football, football fandom? I mean, you know... Well, Carrick's been asked about ah, it.
0: Carrick's been asked about it every round since I think the <laughs> third time. And he batted it away and batted it away. And, and yesterday it was, you know, are you aware of it? What do you remember of it? And, yeah. and you know, I mean... If you're a if you're a football romantic, then it writes itself, doesn't it? Cough, doesn't
1: it just? Yeah, doesn't it just? It, it it would be it would be fantastic, clearly. But um, yeah, let's see, yeah, let's see. Well, mean, tight, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got to admit. Yeah, I'm
0: I really am. Forward. It's I
1: very am. rare we get to sit alongside each other at a game because obviously normally one of us is doing Borough, one of us is at Sunderland or Newcastle. So it's a bit of a rare treat to be able to uh, chew the fat while we watch what's going on.
0: Yeah, so make sure you're, you're obviously. Get on the uh, Northern Echo side straight after the game and 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 have a flick through our analysis and obviously pick up the paper in the morning as well and and read the report uh, into what will hopefully be a positive a positive night for Borough. Uh, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, do subscribe obviously uh, to you are my Borough on YouTube if you haven't already, and we'll be back later this week to chew the fat about the game and to look ahead to the weekend. Enjoy the game tonight.